everybody, welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me as always, Mr. BT, Brandon Torres. What up, y'all? All right, so uh, we got a lot. We, we've, we've been talking and not recording, so now we are recording, and now we'll go back to talking. So we're just going to jump right into spirits. And uh, for those of you who are in Arkansas and don't care, the first five minutes you'll probably want to just skip past because I'm talking about hockey. So I'm a, I, I've, you know, I've talked to you a little bit like last year about how I decided like I was going to try to be a hockey fan, and um, I actually yeah you said it. you said you were going to like adopt the Dallas Stars because they're local. You catch their games yeah. on TV, and you could go to a game here in the future. True, true, and, and not to mention like a lot of my um, professional sports allegiances, you know, are. Well, I can't say a lot. I guess football and now hockey. I, I like the Mavs, but eh. I but know. That, Same thing. I I rooted for the Mavs when they were trying to take down the almighty uh, big three in Miami. I was a huge My- or Maverick fan. I was all in. Dirk, get your ring. I wanted a kid to get his ring. I wanted yeah. to see them all succeed. And once I saw them take a ring away from him, I was so happy. I was so salty about it, too. I, I, I couldn't. I tell you, I can't stand King James. And it oh. has nothing to do with the Michael Jordan comparisons like a lot of people think that it is. What it yeah. goes back to is it goes back to my disdain for the man for saying not one, not one championship, not two, not two in a championship, not three, not three, not four, not four, not five. Not five. He just kept going on. It's like you egotistical jackass. How about yeah, you get out there and play some basketball? I'm sorry. That's, I'll edit that. It's, it's good. But no, seriously, I mean, like, I'm the same way. It's like, hey, you know what you could do? Shut up and play ball. Like, there's that. Anyway, back on subject of Dallas. So the Dallas Stars are on the uh, road to the Stanley Cup and, uh, they are in the Western Conference Finals against Las Vegas, where we are down uh, O and three. So uh, we're we're one game. We're tomorrow night is game four, and it is potentially our elimination game. Um, but the Stars have been known to uh, rally in a series. So you know, of course, if you don't know hockey, especially in the playoffs, it, well. Yeah, I guess playoffs is best of seven. Um, regular series is, is shorter than that, though, isn't it? It's a three-game series, right? Or is it just regular games? Uh, no, it's a best of seven. It's just like a regular playoff series. They play by the – do they play by the 5-7-7 seven, seven, or do they do 7-7-7? Seven, seven, seven? I don't know. Either way, at this point in the playoffs, it's a seven-game series. Right, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out hockey. You know, I'm, I'm only in my uh, – first season of actually like paying attention to it. So I'm still trying to work it all out. Oh, Lord Stanley's cup is a great one to watch. It's a it one. If you're going to get sucked into it, it's a good one to get sucked into. I kind of followed the Chicago Blackhawks whenever they were on their rise to, you know, finally get over the hump and win a championship. Cause they weren't able to do it with Roenick and they weren't able to do a Chelios, but the, they were able to bring it home here recently. But I don't know. There's just something about that uh, playoff that they hit harder. The, every yeah. every single shot counts. Uh, they play with a lot more strategy because they're intentionally pulling their goalie to get an advantage and all kinds of things. It's I, I enjoy it. 
I do wish that there was more fighting, but that's because I grew up playing Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Right. Well, and and what what is cool is that like once you get to the playoffs, though, the, the fights do kick up, and that's what I like about hockey. Is like it seems like the closer you get to the end, the more intense everyone's getting. It's not one of those um, LeBrons, you know. Well, you can't hold all playoff basketball against LeBron James and the flopping. I mean, well, if you've looked at the true. other series, the the Celtics and the and the Heat, it's been a real scrappy series. Oh yeah, well, hey, look, it ain't the size of the Jimmy Butler in the fight, <laughs> or wait it. Well, I don't know how it is, but all I'm saying is that dude. Every dog needs to have some Jimmy Butler in him. That guy is crazy. He's just going. Yeah, he off. wanted to take a bite out of uh, who is it, Grant Williams? Yeah, yeah, and he's holding a grudge. And like, if people are talking about how he's just making stuff up to get that competitive edge, you know, which reminds me of another great player, right? Who I'm gonna say it. He's just like his father. He is. Jimmy Butler is just like his father. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, I am referring to the GOAT himself, Michael Jordan. Yeah, no doubt. He is out there and he is uh, not only representing his father well, he's uh, out there sunning the Celtics. So I'm ready to see it keep going. That's right. I wonder I wonder if they can actually topple, though, because that Celtics team is tough. They got him on the ropes right now, and I've told you from the beginning since the Bulls were eliminated that I think Miami's going to take it, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a young team, talented team, and even getting past them, that Denver, that's a a monster out there in the West. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, Nikola Jokic is is just – I don't know how to explain it. Like He's not – like when you think of superstar – you 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 don't think Jokic? I mean, like, there, and that's not trying. I'm not trying to say anything negative. Just hear me out on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many kids are wearing Jokic jerseys outside of Denver, right? Or outside of whatever city he plays for? You know, you always see everyone wearing LeBron. All the white or, boy, yeah, all the white boys, the the Jack Harlows of the world. Yes, yes. You know, they're not wearing they're not wearing Nico uh, and Jokers. They're not wearing his stuff, man. But like, let's just look at the numbers. Uh, there could be an argument made for a third MVP this year. Um, I mean, the dude is is an absolute monster. Uh, and it's just crazy to me that, like, I, and I heard an interview where uh, their coach said it, and I just, I, I agreed so much. It's like after uh, Denver won game one, the the conversation the media conversation around it was not um you know Nikola Jokic and and the Denver Nuggets it was um have no fear LeBron and the Lakers will rally and uh you know and, and you know I, I of course we all see that because that's just kind of the uh, way yeah they they sure rallied their right out of that game didn't they they <laughs> yeah. they, they got it's right like, out hey. of the middle they swept out of the series that's I will say this. I'm not going to be one that is uh, going to mock LeBron James and that Lakers team because uh, getting as far as they did was quite an accomplishment because that Lakers team was not a good team. No. But but the expectation <laughs> level and the 
bravado and the, for lack of a better phrasing, talking that the King James and the Lakers were doing yeah. to get swept out of the playoffs is embarrassing. And that does go against your legacy. I'm sorry. It does. Yeah, I agree. And like I said, or like you would say, uh, um, if there wasn't all that John, it would actually be a very impressive feat that that team, that that Lakers team made it as far as they did. Um, but with all the John and all the, I don't know, the I am the greatest kind of Muhammad Ali attitude going on there, like you, you got to be able to back it up. You know, you can't just get swept out. But, I, you know, hey, it's Los Angeles, man. They can do whatever they want. It's a dynasty. It doesn't matter. Well, it, I will say. Matter. Let me say, I did see the announcement. It's finally come through, and congratulations on an incredible career. Uh, congratulations on finally bringing a championship home to Cleveland. Congratulations <laughs> on, I don't know, having an affair or something, whatever the hell it was. Congratulations to a career for Tristan Thompson. Enjoy your retirement, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Just, hey. You earned it, big guy. You earned it, big fella. You enjoy yeah, that. And time. don't let anyone argue that ever. Yeah. All right, let's move off of sports. Oh, hey, hold on. Before we move off of sports, I am going to touch base on this. The SEC tournament is going on right now in uh, uh, college baseball. Uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks took down the Texas A&M Aggies with a walk-off home run in extra innings today. And so we advance in the SEC tournament, and we are well on our way to Omaha, Nebraska, where I believe that this is the year that DVH gets it done. I, I believe it with everything I got. With this You've been calling your is, shot for about four years now. So that's let's, right. Let's and bring I'm it home. Just, hey, hey, listen, blind man with unlimited darts. I'm just throwing them at the wall, you know? just don't get in front of them just know that i'm throwing hey they feel like they've caught lightning in a bottle the past couple of uh weeks here so they really, who knows that's the right time of year to get hot it, it is and that's the whole thing is like this team right now is like just like plagued with injury but somehow they just got the stuff and they're just getting it done and that just goes to show you that baseball is truly magical, <laughs> but uh, we're, uh, hey, we're moving forward. That's what matters, so we'll see where we are this time next week with that. Um, so you, you brought up something, um, you brought up something interesting that I wanted to ask you about, or, or just basically ask you to expand on, but you were talking to me about like, uh, uh, the, the music, uh, gatekeeping kind of, um, I don't know if I'm really getting this right or not. Let me see. I, I'm going to go back to what you, music tribalism. That's what, that was the words you used. Music tribalism. Yes, no, like, it, it is. I, what I want to talk about is I think we've all had this experience and it kind of come up with me when I was watching a video earlier and they were dogging on Blink-182 hard. Now, they were given Blink-182 for the respect for everything that they were as far as originators with, you know, pop punk and creating something in the mainstream that has wasn't a thing that much before. But they were also talking about how when Blink-182 hit, hit it big and, you know, became uh, famous, 
more or less, the punk scene rebelled against them and called them a bunch of posers, a bunch of sellouts, and said that, you know, if you like that, you're a sellout and a poser and you're not really punk. Well, what is this crap about this gatekeeping to music? It doesn't just exist in the punk rock scene. No. That's just what got me thinking about it. But it happens in music where people will be so snobbish about something just because they don't like it. And not even necessarily something that they don't like. It's just something that they have heard they're not supposed to like. Like if someone heard they're not supposed to like a Nickelback uh, song, then they'll just off the bat judge the song that I don't like it because it's Nickelback rather than taking a moment to listen to the song and judge it for itself. So I, that, that was a you know, more that, or less a rant on it, but I wanted to pick your brain on it because I know you've grown up, uh, especially, you know, the, where we've grown up, what you listen to is very, very closely associated with your identity in a lot yeah. of ways. And you're judged yeah. on it and yeah. it's fair or unfair. There are certain times in your life where if you listen to something and someone caught you listening to it, You'd be teased yeah. for it. You'd be ridiculed for it. At some sure. point, at some cases, they might even be like, "Man, I don't even want to hang out with you." <laughs> yeah, uh, and we we got to a point where we referred to those as guilty pleasures. You know, uh, when it came down to the music world, we called them our guilty pleasure songs. Like if I uh, had a, um, I'm trying to think, man. I, I I had I had one. I'm just thinking. Um, Golly, man, I can't remember nothing. Never mind. But anyway, I, yeah, I get what you're saying there. Uh, and also, like, there's a there's a certain level of it, too. It's kind of like, and, and I deal with it a lot because, like, I really like listening to um, lesser known, like, independent artists and stuff. I like, you know, it doesn't, doesn't even matter about a genre. Just if I find someone that someone's like, hey, this person's independent, you should listen to them. I like it. So I listen to it. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then next thing you know, you got some, you know, you've been listening to this dude for the past like four years, right? And then he gets big finally. And you get some dude coming up to you like, hey, have you ever heard this song? And you're like, yeah, I've heard it. It's like, it's a brand new song. It's like, it's really not. You know, and you can't help it. You kind of feel like a tool bag though, because you're like, no, it's not. And I feel like I'm gatekeeping. I feel like that's what I'm doing. And it's I'm like, just like, well, no. no, I'm correcting you because it's like, no, this is older than you think it is. You're just now discovering it, but it's it's been around a minute, and he's worked on it. He's refined it because I remember whenever it was very, very, uh, you know, a rough draft of what you're hearing. Yeah, I remember when that song was. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of artists that I can say it about. You know, I'm just like, wow, I remember when that. Oh song no, was oh, I. I hear it all the time because a lot of the albums that you and I grew up listening to are now available with deluxe versions, which gives you demo cuts and early yeah. cuts of those songs. And sometimes you can be like, man, I'm glad they kept working on that one because that raw, that demo was rough. Yeah, that was bad. But uh, but yeah, so I do. I always feel like a tool bag, though, whenever someone's like, hey, have you heard the song? I'm like, yeah. Hey, have you heard this one? Yeah. Well, have you heard all these songs? They're brand new. I'm like, well, they because they've been out for like six years. Um, like, and they're like, oh, so you just always hear it. I'm like, I know, I don't mean to be that guy, but yes. But uh, but anyway, well, back onto the subject of what you're actually referring to. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who gets to decide what's cool, right? Now, one thing I do want to touch on that you said was I'm going to go ahead and call Cap, right? Because 
There is not one person who's ever listened to Nickelback and thought, what are they talking about? This ain't that bad. Oh, come on now. There are a few of their songs that were like early on before they became a caricature of what they ultimately were. Like, I'm not saying like Photograph and Rockstar. Those, I feel like they had a formula they were going for. But like How You Remind Me, their very first song. Sure. Well, and that was really... That was a really like raw song. It was very a lot of emotion in it. They had a song that came out back in the uh, either late nineties, early two thousands. It was called "Leader of Men," and that was actually the very first song I ever heard by Nickelback. And like I was a kid whenever I heard it, and I was like, "Wow, this this band is like awesome." You know, this song is good. And so whenever I'd heard more Nickelback, when you got things like that, uh, "How You Remind Me," that that album. I was still, I mean, I was still a kid when that came out too. I was probably like 14 when that, that album came out, but it was good. You know, it was fine. But yeah, that's and then they the, came out with one more, and then it was like, "What is this? What is?" And then, all they, of that? And then they just kept doing it, and again and again and again. Yeah, and, and this is kind of what I and toast. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is all of this is like a post grunge music. That's all inspired by that sad, depressing grunge music that, you know, we grew to love from bands like Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and Nirvana. But that felt genuine and it felt real. The things that the guys to Nickelback and, you know, Three Days Grace and the bands that sounded similar to them, Seether, Papa Roach, they didn't sound authentic. They didn't sound as genuine. And a lot of it. Let's follow the script. Well, it's like Creed. Some Creed songs, you know, sometimes it gets you, you know, listen to it and it's like, that guy, you know, he's belting it and I want to sing along with it too. But then yeah. you think about how cheesy that guy was, like, oh, as God. a as a, as God. a person. He's a guy that has a sex tape with Kid Rock, of all things. Like, he made some poor life decisions, I'm just saying. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Him and Kid Rock together, same video. Crossing swords, bro. You never cross the streams, dude. If Ghostbusters taught us anything. Yeah. Yeah, if Peter Venkman ever taught us anything, is you don't cross the streams. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's all just, (laughs) all of that was just encompassed what was Creed. And it's like, (laughs) I, I, I want to listen to, what is it? The Six Feet from the Edge and I'm, whatever yeah i can't i can't do it because it's like this is the same guy the same guy who got that dui and tried to get in a fight with 311 and you know cross streams with kid rock i mean i I can't do it i actually saw something once i think i I don't know i I, i'm pretty sure you and i shared it back and forth actually but it was that uh six feet whatever the the lyrics or whatever and it was a stick dude standing six feet from an edge and it was like, and I'm thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down. So it showed like the Pythagorean theorem or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's not so far at all. No, not at all. It's not really that far. I understand it's supposed to be some metaphor for death, but I mean, come on now. Yeah, a little on the a little on the nose. It was a little on the nose, but you know, I don't but, know. But let's come all the way back around. Those are our opinions on the song and the music and all of that. Are we supposed to sit here and say that somebody else can't get enjoyment out of that or somebody else can't recreate that song and, and do it justice just because that guy's kind of a douche? If, if, 
if we are being respectfully, BT, respectfully, if we are being. I feel Donald Trump's voice limited there. <laughs> no, no, I, I, could, I could. Right, first off, first off, respectfully, okay. Uh, if we wanted to be responsible, fiscally responsible, uh, res- you know, responsible with our foreign policies, no, we would actually inspire everyone to stay away from Scott Stapp, his music, anything about it. Yes, we would tell them it's not cool. Okay, let me tell you who thinks Scott Stapp's cool: Joe Biden. Okay. He thinks he's cool. What were we talking about? Like, uh, stuff? We were, oh, yeah, music. We were okay, mocking okay. Creed. We were. We were doing the exact thing that you're talking about. We're being the people who are deciding what's cool. You know? I know. I know. And so... So we we did you did put that right here in the text message. I'm reading. We'll just it. call this segment our hypocriticisms. Oh, hypocriticisms! I like that. I don't know that it actually makes sense, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I miss Colby, bro. <laughs> right. City <laughs> Whistle. Yeah. Well, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably just like, oh, Trita. <laughs> anyway, um, I love it. Okay, so you asked the question: Who gets to this? Who gets to decide like what's cool? So that's a good. That's actually a, a pretty good question in this. You know, like in this a- aspect, um, don't we get to decide what's cool? I think uh, maybe twenty years ago, bro, but not anymore. Oh, well, it's teenagers, and this is yeah. the answer. I have. Done the math. I've done the research. I've I've watched some TikTok videos. That's the research. But the answer the answer to the algorithm is teenage girls, bro. Look at it. At it historically, they are the ones that dictate what is cool at any given time, and where they steal it from. Maybe other cultures, but they're the ones who dictate what sell it in the stores. Yeah. Well, pop cultural appropriation. Right, bling bling. Hey, yeah. So, I guess that's it, man. Because I think you're right. I think it's teenage girls. I, I I say things like, or maybe not teenage girls, but teenagers in general. But you know, it's like I say things like, no, teenage, we, teenage girls we, specifically, like, it, bro. Yeah. Well, I I say things like, don't we like 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 our our hand our fingers on the pulse of society? Like I, I don't I don't know that I've been in a shopping center in I don't know how long. You know what I'm saying? Like the last thing I went shopping for was welding parts. <laughs> oh my god, he's turned into a hermit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so you know, there's that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, teenage girls specifically are the ones who decide. Is that why yeah. my shorts are getting shorter? Like it's just it's I, just whatever whatever is trendy and popular at the time. If you yeah. notice, it always seems to go along with what the teenage girls are purchasing and following at that time as far as a cultural trend. Whatever music act, whatever cultural phenomenon, look for the teenage girls, or what they like, and they're the ones that are dictating it all. I love it when the teenage style works its way too far up the generational ladder. That is just... 
the best. Well, whenever they work their way back, like they're already starting to, they're starting to dress and steal things from our era. And it's like, guys, uh, you're, once you realize that all these old people are running around rocking the same style you guys are, you're going to want to find something else. I think yeah. that's why they went back to the shorty shorts, because we grew up a generation of baggy shorts. Yeah, well, bro, like, I can't get... I needed new shorts. Guess what? I can't get shorts that uh, have a 13-inch inseam, like my Dickies work shorts used to. I can't find those <laughs> no, anywhere. They're going to be Dickies shorts. But they just may not fit right. Oh, bro, like, we're talking about... Um, now, the Dickies work shorts are still longer than everything else, but they have a 9-inch inseam. I got long legs, dude, and like I ain't toned, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody wants to see all that. Anyway, I don't know, whatever. Teenage girls, they that's they're how, the gatekeepers. So they are the they're the ones to blame. So if you want if you got beef with all of the things that we've been saying here about nickelback and all this, don't blame us. Blame the teenage girls. Yeah, go find a teenage girl and push her down. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Jesus. Can you imagine someone does that? And then they like, well, you should listen to this show. Then I'm like some, oh, God. Perfect. Yeah, There's the... leave. Anyway. anyway. Whatever. Hey, listen, man. I uh, I actually got a question from a friend of mine uh, who, uh, Austin, my uh, my homie that works with me. He um, He asked me for some recommendations on, like, something to watch, uh, like Netflix and stuff. So I was like, man, I said, you just want like something. He's like, man, can, will you make me a list? And I was like, I, I, yes, I will make you a list. And so I told him I would do that tonight. And so I sat down or excuse me, last night. So I sat down, I made him a list and I thought, ah, our listeners like lists. So here we go. All these right. Are awesome. my, uh, these are my Netflix must watch. Um, and all of these are, I made sure of it. All of these are Netflix originals. Uh, okay, so they movies. will still be there. Yes, these are Netflix originals. That's exactly right. So these are the type of movies that you can probably, or series, that you can go, I'm going to go check it out because I know it's going to be there. So I'm going to, like, I've got six or seven uh, series and then, like, six or seven movies. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll just get started, and I'll, you know, if you got questions or, or whatever, ask them about them. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little bit about each one. Uh, in no particular order, going to go with some series here. Um, the uh, The Witcher with uh, Henry Cavill. Um, if you it, like, the Off Witcher's the video a, game. Yes, the video game, and there's an anime series. Um, and anyway, there's a Netflix, a live action Netflix series that stars uh, the Man of Steel, Henry Cavill. Um, and he is, if you've ever seen like the man of steel or, uh, justice league or whatever, um, Donna justice, I guess was the other one or that was, yeah. Batman versus Superman. Uh, anyway, he was Superman in these movies and he is not the world's greatest actor, but you cannot help, but really enjoy when he's on the screen. Ladies love him because he's built like a marble statue. Um, but anyway, he does a fantastic but job. The, the character show. of the Witcher, if I do recall, he's very stoic to begin with, so it fits perfectly. It does, exactly. So that's why it's like he did good. Like I mean, his agent did good getting him on that. The the casting, I'm sure, was very happy whenever Henry Cavill walked in. It was like, yep, that's him, Geralt of Rivera, right there. 
Um, so uh, The Witcher I thought was really good. If you're not into fantasy and and uh, period piece kind of stuff, I mean, this is kind of medieval fantasy. Uh, if you're not into that, don't check it out. But, you know, hey, what I say is even if you're not into it, check it out because you might find out that you're into the stuff. It's awesome. Um, so there's The Witcher. Uh, okay, so the the next one is another uh, period piece that I've talked about a couple times, including the new movie, uh, Seven Kings Must Die. But the series is called The Last Kingdom. Um, and I I don't know. I, go back and listen to it. I have a whole episode where I talked about the, the, the show. Go back and listen to it. It's a good, it's a good show. It's yeah. medieval time stuff. That, it's that's the thing. A, a lot of these Netflix originals are going to be reviewed by Hootie Who in the past. Just check our yep. uh, existing library. And if you think that you want to have his opinion on it, he's probably already gone into detail and done a deep dive on it. Oh, yeah. And just be aware, um, most of the reviews I did pretty good about no spoilers, but I think there were a couple of them that <laughs> I spoiled the movie, but whatever. Uh, just, you know, don't don't let it break your heart, but go listen to the stuff. It's awesome. Um, so, OK, so there's a new one and I talked about it a little bit just a couple weeks ago when we came back. It's uh, the series The Night Agent. Um, so I. Listen, I don't, I've already told you, it was like three episodes before this one. Go listen to it. Um, classics, man. Ozark. Uh, that was a really, really great one starring Jason Bateman. Um, money launderer for the cartel moves to the, uh, the Ozarks in Missouri and starts laundering money through, you know, a cafe and a bar and a this and a that. It's, 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 uh, it's a very smart. It's very dark. Um, both. It's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, it's got yeah. a lot of critical acclaim behind it. Jason Bateman's a fantastic actor. Uh, if you yeah. want to hear who go into a deep dive on it, then you can listen to one of our first episodes that him and I did together. Once C Wayne left the show, we yeah. did a whole segment on it where he explains everything with a spoiler free about what happens. Yeah. Uh, okay. Another new one that was just kind of, uh, it's, it's another kind of, a, a dark crime type thing, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of light. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's a pretty dark theme, but it's pretty lighthearted. Does that make sense? Um, kind of like direct opposites. Anyway, it's called Florida man. <laughs> uh, kind of exact opposites. Yeah. But yeah. I know, no, I know what you're saying though. It's, uh, it's intentions aren't, intended to drag you down make you feel like oh like you've watched something sludgy and you yeah. gotta shake it off and you're done yeah like i mean it's called florida man which i mean that should explain to you what's happening right off the bat if you know anything about the state of florida that's it just whatever you think it's like does it have drugs in it yep does it have alligators yep uh people get killed yep a lot of sex you bet you know it's it's florida and, and guess what it's humid the entire the entire show, yes. just humid. You can tell. <laughs> anyway, but uh, Florida Man was good. It was uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I'll check out season two, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, I'm not buying in for for long term. You know what I'm saying? Um, another one that I just recently started watching was called. It's called Bloodline. And it's actually an older show. I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen it. I just, like I said, I, I've just gotten through season one. Uh, and it's got three seasons, but apparently it ran from 2017 to 2020. And 
It stars Kyle Chandler, and uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the um, Friday Night Lights, right, Coach Taylor? Yeah, yes, yes, Coach Taylor, yes, from Friday Night Lights. That is such a fantastic show. Um, it's also he's on a very Netflix. good. Not a, he's a not very good actor. Movie. He is. Uh, he's also like he technically had a cameo appearance, but it was a very important cameo appearance. Uh, he was the the entire plot to the Mayor of Kingstown. Um, He's killed in the first episode. If that show's been out for two years, I don't care if I spoiled the first episode. Um, but yeah, so he's killed in the first episode, and it, but he's the kind of the whole point to the show. Like he sets up the entire story. Uh, but just really, Bloodline is just it, it's also aesthetically it's very bright, but theme it's very dark. Uh, it's it's and it's 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 a I don't know, man. It's kind of a gritty show. Now, if you want to talk about a, the last series I have to talk about, man, is dark all the way around. Um, and I am here for it. Uh, I am a big fan of Westerns. Uh, if you did not know that, now you do. Um, but there is a Netflix series that came out back about 2017. Uh, I watched it back then. I recently rewatched it. Uh, it stars Jeff Daniels, and it's called Godless. Um, and it is, a, it is just a brutal western um and it, it it is it i i mean it starts so it's not it's not lonesome dove no this is not lonesome dove this is uh this is this is this is pretty brutal uh i mean it's you know it just is what it is there uh i i don't have another word for it really it, it but it is it's not hard to stomach you know what i mean it just things happen in it that you're like wow yikes Kind of like Hell on Wheels. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that is a very good comparison because that is also a fantastic show. Um, I like I said, I love, I love, I love me some Bohannon. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love westerns, and I love, I love the modern westerns. These new westerns that they've been coming out with, you know. And I say new. I'm talking about even like the uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Not McClintock, the Rooster Cogburn. True oh, the grit. True Grit. Yeah, True Grit. Like even that, I really I enjoyed that. I enjoyed. Yeah, they did Christian a good job. Bale they filmed. They filmed some of that around here too, keeping yep. it authentic. Yep, that is very true. Um, like, but you know, like Christian Bale and uh, Russell Crowe were in the remake of Three Ten to Yuma. I really enjoyed it. You know, I mean, just a lot of the modern westerns I've really enjoyed. Of course, none greater than tombstone but if you want to check one out if especially like most of these guys first modern of all, yeah yeah i know but it started it okay it's it i love that movie that's probably my all-time favorite movie but uh anyway uh if you if you like westerns at all even if you don't really like westerns if you just like a good story that's it, i mean it's it's a pretty well a guy show you know like i said it's i don't think the brutality will appeal to uh, a lot of ladies, but what do I know? <laughs> All right. I'm just going to go through. Our, yeah. I was going to say, you don't know our audience. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They might, they, they might hate everything that I've recommended. We may have some ladies in our, our crew that uh, they really enjoy Westerns. So, you don't yeah. know, and they you might be know. the type that like brutal Westerns. They might be like, man, I run with the most ruthless crew. I listen to hoot Hobbs. All right. We're a bunch of heathens. Anyway, 
We'll go on to, uh, man, I'm just going to blaze through this. Uh, I say blaze through it. You know me. I'm going to end up talking about it. But these movies, man. So uh, most of these are actually fairly new to Netflix. Um, but, man, Netflix came with it in the past year or so. Or, well, really, in the past three years with all of their originals. Man, they have came with it. But a uh, fairly new one uh, starring Brad Pitt uh, is called Bullet Train. Um, I don't know if you had watched that or not, but that was a, I, I enjoyed well, that. That was a really exciting movie and you'd be surprised yeah. actors that are in it, how familiar they are to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But man, that movie was, it was action packed. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, just, I, I love Brad Pitt's character and the way he did it, man. It was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. So bullet train, check that one out. Um, another, uh, okay. We, we, another one we, we've already gone into detail on. Uh, the Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and uh, Chris Evans. Um, you know, it's a shoot 'em up, bang bang movie. Okay, it's fantastic. I've reviewed it on the show before. Um, it's really good. Check it out. Uh, same thing with uh, Six Underground and Triple Frontier. I've I've reviewed both of them on the show. Uh, but check them out, man. Triple Frontier with Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, man, I mean, just, you, you got that. I mean, that's a star studded cast. And then once again, shoot them up, bang, bang, action packed movie, heist movie. You know me, if, if there's guns and money being stolen, I am in, um, you know, it's for the family anyway. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. There's none of that on here. Um, yeah, they, Netflix doesn't own fast and the furious yet. Give it time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Disney will have it soon. I think. Um, <laughs> just monopolizing everything. Anyway, um, Six Underground. I know I've already talked about it too, but it's a Ryan Reynolds joint. Uh, it's got uh, what? What is it? Little Franco. Uh, Dave Franco is in it. Uh, some other folks. Uh, pretty fun movie. Action packed movie. A lot of good. Uh, a lot of fun. Same thing with man. All of these movies. Really, I've I've gone over on the show before. Uh, Luther, The Fallen Son, recently uh, went over that one. Yeah, we uh, forget it, we got quite a, a library of uh, shows behind us now. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, but yeah, Luther was a really good one. Now, once again, this one is a psychological thriller, not necessarily an action movie. Um, it is. And, uh, hey, and I'm going to tell you this one. I've talked about dark. I've talked about brutal. Uh, this one, brutality, not so much. But listen, this one is disturbing. Luther is a disturbing movie, okay? Because it is very, what, what happens to people is very real. And and that's what makes it uh, disturbing. And uh, I, I've talked about it on a previous show. If, if, you, if, you, if you're, you know, into psychological thrillers that'll kind of make you go, oh, you know, then go check it out, man. It's, it, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. It's a wild ride. Um, Army of the Dead, starving, starving, which is like starring uh, Dave Bautista and some other people, but who cares? Uh, because it's Dave. And um, yeah, man, Army of the Dead was cool, man. That was a a. Um, that was a good one. Minor. I enjoyed that one. Army yeah, of that, Thieves and Army of Dead. I enjoyed yeah, them both. You know what? Let's give that an honorable mention because it's the same universe. It's the same storyline. It's Zack Snyder thing. So Army of Thieves and Army of of the dead um both really cool movies a lot of fun both of them like you can enjoy watching them um yeah man i guess that's i guess that's it that's it right there man uh that's my list of like you gotta go you just gotta check them out they're good movies they're good shows um 
just so you know, a few of these shows have multiple seasons, so you know you might want to pace yourself. Um, yeah, or you might just not listen to me at all. Whatever, I don't care. Well, BT. I know I like the list. I enjoy it. But what I noticed right off the bat was you have reviewed probably 80 percent of those. Yeah, movies on I, show. I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to that until I was like, well, I don't really have to talk about that. Uh, Netflix needs to pay, needs to hurry up and just provide you with sponsorship and pay you. I, I'm telling you, at least well, they hey, should man, just let you just, watch just a show stream, for free. Hey, just stream the show for us. Yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesday night on Netflix, we'll be like, hey, what's up? I love it. Uh, well, I, like I said, we're only going to be famous in South Korea, though. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe in North Korea, but I, uh, I think for other reasons. Yeah, that, yeah. We'll like be a dartboard, there. dartboard on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like South I don't know, Korea, they like you know, Rodman, but they don't like us. Yeah, which is weird. I, I, you know, Rodman's. He's a worm, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it, brother. That's it. What are you gonna do? Still, still kind of interested in what's going to happen at, at USC this next season, you know. We'll, but we'll have to talk about that another day, you know, as the season gets closer. DJ Rodman, Bronny James, that's going to be a team right there. We'll see. You think it's overhyped? I'm still not buying on the Bronny James bandwagon. I think he's still mid. Using mid? <laughs> How old are we? <laughs> We're using, oh, can we use mid? Is, are, we, are, we can use mid. Okay. All right. Pull, good. It's been around long enough that our age group can use it. See, Wizzle has, has uh, you know, <laughs> given us permission to use mid. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> it's just like, sheesh. sheesh. <laughs> I and see, and what's so bad is like it was so funny. I was goofing around the other day, and I did that stupid thing. Sheesh, you know. And my wife goes, "You know that that's not really like a thing anymore, right?" And I was like, "I, I know." And she was like, "Did you know?" I was like, "I didn't know that it's not a thing, but it wouldn't matter because I'm a dad, and I'm supposed to use the old things." Yes, it fits with you, but as someone who deals with the youths every every day, <laughs> treat youths. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's still kind of a thing, but for for sure, mid is things being mid. That that that's that's a that's common. Cap really. That's that's, that's, that's legit. Yeah. Now, uh, I, okay. Um, now, hold on uh, let's second. see. There's a. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, instead of, uh, go ahead. Good. Continue. No, Cap. I like Cap. Um, that was the one in the very beginning, like one of our first episodes, I was complaining about it. But that's one of them that actually grew on me. Like, I don't like using it in the sense of like someone saying like no lie or something saying like they're in the middle of saying something like no cap. You be capping. Yeah. Like, I like it when you just use it as a clapback. You know what I'm saying? Like someone says something to you like, yeah, blah, 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 something, something, something. Cat. I know. I what? mean that. Cat. That's cat. That's cat. I mean that's for real. Like, yeah. And that, high that's key. How, high key. You're being serious, dude. Hi. What? What is that one? High key. High key. Oh, like opposite key. of low key. Okay. All right. Does that? Yeah. All right. 
Oh, well, these young whippersnappers in there. I get told every day. I get told every day. They're like, how old are you, dude? You're like 25. I'm like, no, I'm not 25. They're like, what? I'm like, I'm I'm 36. They're like, are you sure? Because there's other 36-year-old guys around me. They don't look like that. You're like, well, it's just my boyish charms. That's what it is. It's like I would love to tell you that you take care of yourself. You exercise. You don't do anything like drinking or hard drugs or anything ridiculous like that. I'd love to say all of that, but it's all genetics, bro. But it's all genetics. Believe me, we've got the research. They used to call me Evil Knievel for a reason. Yeah, that's right. Homeboy cracked his head off the asphalt at like 45 miles an hour. No helmet. Lived through it and isn't like broken so i don't know i put it all back together i'm a little slower but hey i'm i'm still here yeah well that's it you're still here (sighs) well speaking of still being here if you're still here we appreciate you hanging on this far through our nonsensical ramblings once again yeah go home at this point that you haven't learned anything of any substance go home that's that's true i mean okay you don't have to go home but you can't stay here. So that being said, hey, we appreciate you guys. Follow us on the socials, all that good stuff. Find us, follow us, like us, download our podcast. And even if you're not going to listen to us, they want to help us out. We're trying to get paid. So good night from Beavis and myself, buddy. We bid you.